Welcome to the Marketing Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Ginsler, and I teach you how to get more traffic, leads, and sales without the hustle and headache. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Marketing Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Ginsler, and I am so excited to have you joining me today. We are going to be talking about nine social media myths that are hurting your business, and I'm gonna share with you the nine truths that you need to know instead. So what makes me different as a marketing coach from other marketing experts you may hear from or follow is that I really focus on simple strategies that take out the hustle and the headache from growing your business. And really, I don't want you to have to be attached to social media. So, so much of what I teach and the service I provide is all about marketing your business on social media, but I want you as a business owner, particularly small business owners or team of one marketers, I want you to be able to do it in a way that doesn't require you to be completely chained to social media. You know, you're attached to your phone and you have to be there nonstop. To me, that is not equate to growing your business with joy and ease. That's just hustle and headache and exhaustion and overwhelm and frustration. And so that's what we want to try and eliminate. And what I see is that a lot of business owners believe these nine myths that I'm going to talk about today. And those myths really play into that hustle culture. And so many of them end up scaring small business owners completely away from social media and they just, they don't touch it and they avoid it and their business pays the price because of it, because they're not willing to engage on social media. So let's go ahead and bust some of these myths so you can get past them and learn the truths and start growing your business on social media with much more joy and ease without that headache and hustle. So the first myth is that social media is free. Okay, everybody thinks, oh, it's free, it's great. Now, yes, you can create a free account on any of these social media platforms and you can start promoting your business right away. It's, it's free, right? But the truth is that social media costs a lot of time. And as a business owner or a marketer, your time is money. And when you're a small business owner and you fill every role in your business, so you're head of finance, HR, marketing, product development, customer service, I mean, you name it, you do it all, right? Your time is precious and your time equals money. On top of that, if you want to really do social media marketing well, you need to pay for tools. So you're gonna need additional tools that'll help you create high quality content, that will help you schedule and automate the content, help you promote it. So social media is not free. When you're jumping into social media, you need to think about, okay, what is my time worth? And then spend that time wisely. So if you spend two hours creating an Instagram reel, while it didn't cost you any money to create that reel, that was two hours of your time that you're not using making cold calls or not writing a new blog post or creating a new product, whatever it is. So think about social media. You have to think of that time as money and you need to spend your time wisely. Don't be spending all day on social media because that's time you could be spending on other tasks that will directly correlate to the bottom line and bring revenue to your business. Okay, myth number two is that you have to be on every single social network. 
Now, luckily, this is not true. You do not have to be on every social platform. The truth is, you just need to be where your ideal customer is. Your ideal customer likely is not on every single social media platform. More than likely, they're spending most of their time on one, maybe two different platforms. So if you think of it as, let's say you're a family photographer and you specialize in families, maybe senior photos, baby photos, that sort of thing. Well, it really wouldn't make sense for you to be on LinkedIn, right? That's more of a professional platform. You should really be focusing more of your time on Instagram since it's such a visual platform and you could probably ignore Twitter and LinkedIn, maybe even Facebook, depending on your demographic. Let's say another example, let's say you are a B2B architectural photographer. So you're not a family photographer, you take photos of buildings for large corporations. In that case, I mean, Instagram could possibly work because it is visual, but really LinkedIn would be where you'd want to focus your time and your attention because that's where you're going to reach those B2B contacts. It's more of a professional network and it fits kind of your brand identity and the customer that you're trying to reach, it would fit that better. So think about your ideal customer in terms of where you need to be placing your focus. And then I want you to focus your time and attention on just that one channel. So to help you do this, I recommend that you fill out a buyer persona worksheet. You can find those anywhere on the internet. I have one somewhere on my website in my freebies library. I'll put a link in the show notes or in the description to this video so you can go and download that. But you wanna fill out a buyer persona worksheet to get a feel for who is your ideal customer and where are they hanging out? What are the types of things that they do? What websites do they visit? That'll help you get a better idea of which channel you should really be placing your focus and your time and your attention on. Okay, myth number three is that you have to post different content to every single channel. Now this myth drives me crazy as a small business owner, and it really goes hand in hand with that last myth that I talked about. So people think that you need to be on every single channel and that you have to post a unique piece of content to every single one of those channels. So this drives me crazy because as a small business owner, there is zero time to be doing that. I mean, you barely have time to be co posting unique content to just one channel, but now you have to post a different piece of content to every single freaking channel. <laughs> There's no way it's not going to happen. Now, luckily this is a myth because the truth is cross posting your content. It's just smart marketing. It's smart use of your time. So remember your ideal customer, they're not going to be on every single platform. And there are people, there's overlap, right? So I'm sure you're part of multiple platforms. You jump on Instagram, maybe you jump on Facebook, maybe you even jump on TikTok a couple times a day. But more than likely, you know, it's maybe one max three platforms that you jump on and you're active on on a day-to-day -day basis. So as a business owner, you do not need to be creating completely unique content for every single channel because the people seeing that content aren't going to be on all those channels looking at, you know, all the different content. And not to mention, you know, you know, I'm sure everybody knows by now with social media marketing that your posts aren't going to be seen by every single person who's following you. It's just not going to happen. It's a small percentage of people that actually see your posts. You have a much smaller reach than you would like if you sent an email out to your email list. 
So you don't have to have completely unique content for every single channel. That's just absurd to expect from a small business owner, really even some of these large corporations. It's pretty outrageous to expect that when even their own customers aren't on every single one of those channels. So what I want you to do is, like I said before, you're gonna focus on one channel. So create your content with that one channel in mind. And then I want you to use social media scheduling tools to cross post that piece of content to all the other channels. Now you don't have to have all these other channels. Maybe you decide Instagram's my focus. That's all I'm going to worry about. And you don't even worry about posting content to other channels. That is perfectly okay. But I know that there are a lot of you out there that the thought of that freaks you out. I know I personally, I focus on creating content for a specific channel. And then I have my name. It's at Angie Gensler on every social platform there is. So I at least have it. I own it. And then I use a social scheduling tool to just cross post that piece of content to all those different channels. And I'm not really that active on them, but I at least still have some content going out every single day. And it does get seen by eyeballs and it does help. And it's not that big of a deal because I can use automation tools to make it super easy. So I post it once to one channel and it goes out, these automation tools let it go out to all the other channels. So later on, I'll recommend, I have two different automation tools that I absolutely love and I have some discounts for you. So I will share those with you at the end of the podcast if you need help with a social scheduling tool or an automation tool. Okay, let's talk about myth number four. And that is that social networks are broadcast channels. So a lot of people see their social platforms as a way to get out, you know, their news releases, their um, all their different information about their company and new product promotions and releases. And they think it's this channel where they can just constantly talk about me, 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 and broadcast whatever it is that they want. Now it, it can be used for that. But the truth is that social networks are interactive channels. So I want you to think of it less as a platform for you to be saying, you know, this is all about our business, me, 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 hear all about how great we are. And think of it more as a way for you to have a dialogue, conversation, and interact with your prospects, with your customers, and engage with people. You know, there's a reason it's called is social media, is you need to be social on it. Really, the best way to to get people interacting, to get them engaging with you on social media is to ask your audience questions. I love asking questions and really even just fun questions like a this or that question. So if you say coffee or tea, people love to jump in with their opinions and comment and engage and interact with you on your posts. So when you're making posts to social media, think less about just spewing out information and spewing facts and more about interacting. So ask your audience questions. Try and figure out, you know, how can you turn a post and into some sort of question or ask them a question at the end of your caption to get them engaging with you. Okay, myth number five is that you have to post three to five times a day in order to get results. Now the truth is with social media, while yes, posting three to five times a day, sure, the more you post, the better it'll be, the more eyeballs that will be seeing your content, that's great. But the truth is, is that consistency 
is more important than frequency on social media. So I want you to find a frequency that works for you in your business and with your time frame that you have available and stick with that. So don't commit to posting three times a day if you know that you really are not going to be maintaining that over the long run. If it's just going to be too much and after three, four, five days, it's going to be too overwhelming. And what will typically happen, what usually happens is you go to nothing. So you're like, I'm going to post three times a day. And then a week later, you're like, okay, I haven't posted anything in days. So instead, I want you to think very realistically. Can you post once a day? If you can, do that. Can you post twice a week? Maybe you can only post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Stick with that. I want you to be consistent about the frequency that you select. Now, to help you create content more consistently and in a way that is more sustainable for a small business owner over the long run, I recommend that you use a content creation tool like my social media content club. So the content club provides you with copy and post content, fill in the blank content, and post ideas for every single day of the year. So I will put a link to the content club in the show notes or in the description below this video so you guys can go check it out and, and see if it'll work for your, work for your business. Uh, I have a trial where you can try it out for seven days and see if the content will work for your unique industry. Okay, let's go on to myth number six, and that is that your images and videos have to be perfect. Now, a lot of people think this and they see, okay, the people who are doing really great, these influencers, you know, everything is flawless and it's really high professional quality that they're sharing. And th th it seems that way, but the truth is for small business owners, your images and videos just have to be authentic. They don't need to be perfect. You know, the days of perfect social media, that's gone. A lot of people are really embracing the authentic, real, raw, you know, images, videos, confessional posts. Now, that also doesn't mean that you have to be like overly confessional and every post has to be, you know, you and your underpants showing your stretch marks. <laughs> don't have to do that either okay so don't take it you know so far the other way where you're also uncomfortable you can find this middle ground that makes you comfortable for your business for your brand for your own personality where you're being authentic but maybe you're not sharing so much that it feels you know too vulnerable and scary vulnerable and scary you can find that middle ground okay now if you are trying to find work as a model or you're trying to become an influencer or you're a photographer then you do have to worry about having very high quality polished professional photos videos everyone else don't worry about it okay now that doesn't mean that you get a free pass to just produce <laughs> crap photos and videos that's not what i'm meaning either so you do want to invest a little bit of time in good lighting, in good audio, good video, okay? So invest in some of those tools, but you also don't have to be spending thousands of dollars. You know, I think I bought a ring light to do videos and photos for like 20 bucks. I've got a $80 microphone, a $50 webcam. So there are tools that you can get very affordable to have high quality videos and photos but you don't have to be spending a fortune and it doesn't have to be perfect, okay? Okay, let's go on to myth number seven, and that is that your feed must have a cohesive aesthetic. 
This whole term, cohesive aesthetic, drives me crazy. And you see this one on Instagram a lot more than any of the other channels. And if you jump on some people's feeds, what you'll see is every single photograph on their feed has a very similar color scheme. Maybe it'll be selfie pictures of them and almost every thing that has color in the background. Maybe it's like a, a burnt orange color. And so the whole feed looks the same. And that's what's called a cohesive aesthetic. If you're a model, an influencer, maybe you're a magazine, maybe you're a photographer, again, okay, maybe this makes sense for your brand, but it does not make sense for everyone else. So the truth to this myth is that it's just totally ridiculous to expect a small business owner or a team of one marketer to be creating a whole cohesive aesthetic. And really, it doesn't matter if your brand is not a really highly visual brand, it, then it doesn't really apply to you. And people aren't looking for that. They're not expecting that perfect cohesive aesthetic from your feed. You don't have to have the perfect nine grid. You don't have to have all that to get results for your business on social media. Again, you just need to be authentic. So when it comes to the cohesive aesthetic, instead of worrying about all of your images having a similar color scheme or color palette, a look and feel to them, I want you to worry about honoring your brand standards. So if you create a custom graphic and you share them on social media, create them in your brand colors, um, maybe add a logo on them, you know, make them uniquely you, or stick with a set of you know, three to five colors that you use on your images. So if you are a member of my social media content club, I do have kind of a cohesive aesthetic with the images. So any quotes and questions all are white with five different accent colors, and those are consistent all throughout. And then all of the images that I provide, the stock photos that I provide within the content club, all have kind of a similar look and feel to them. Now it's not so cohesive that, you know, everything's only blue and white, you know, blue and white backgrounds only. No, it's not that, but they have kind of a similar feel to it so that when someone posts images from the social media content club, it's obvious that they're all, you know, part of the same cohesive family. They have a similar look and feel to them, but not so much so that it's over the top, you know, ridiculous. So you can still have that kind of branded, clean, cohesive look without going overboard, okay? Okay, let's move on to myth number eight, and that is that you have to share lots of portraits and lots of selfies. Uh, now, if you are anything like me, this myth just, it makes you cringe. So I personally came of age before social media, and selfies were not a thing when I was a kid. And really, if you were kind of seen like, oh, taking lots of pictures of yourself, you're kind of seen as like self-absorbed. So to me, taking lots of selfies and sharing them on the internet, it feels wrong and dirty. Like it feels like I'm just, oh, I feel it's kind of embarrassing and it's hard for me to get comfortable with that idea. Now that doesn't mean it is embarrassing. So if you're comfortable with that, please do it. By all means, do it. But if you're anything like me, oh, it's just, it's not kind of your thing and that's okay lucky for us the truth is that posts without people in them are still getting incredible results now there is one channel on instagram i want you to go check out it's called simple green smoothies i will put their handle in the show notes 
and they have almost 400,000 followers on their channel. And if you go through their Instagram feed, you will see that there are almost no posts with people in them. It's mostly pictures of food, nature, um, products they promote, and, and just photos of their smoothies. So when I went through, I was digging through different channels when I was putting together this myth, and I found so many wildly popular channels that are strictly food, quotes, landscapes, um, graphics, architecture, nature, different products. They're all doing great. They're performing well. So don't get stuck in this myth of, oh, if I wanna get results, I have to only share pictures of myself all the time. It's just not the case. You can share pictures of so many other things. It doesn't have to be a feed filled with yourself. Now, if you're comfortable with that, by all means do it. it that also works well on social media, but you don't have to to get good results, okay? Okay, let's move on to the final myth. Myth number nine is that scheduling your posts using third-party tools will hurt your reach and your post performance. Now, I am so thankful that this one is a myth. And this is a myth that people have been saying for years. You know, they've said, oh, you know, Facebook, they know. And they know when you put, you know, you share a post from a third-party tool and they won't show it. And so actually Buffer, they are a social media scheduling tool. They recently did a big study and an in-depth experiment to figure out if this is true or not. They published posts using multiple different tools. They weren't just using their own tool Buffer, so they were using multiple third-party tools and they posted natively. So they posted without using a third-party tool. And the results showed that there was no discernible difference between using a third-party tool and just publishing your post natively right on the platform. And actually what they did find is that on Facebook and LinkedIn, the third-party posts actually got a slightly higher reach. So research has shown over time that this is 100% a myth, and the truth is that you, you can post with a third-party tool and still get the same, sometimes even better results. I highly recommend using third-party scheduling tools, automation tools. I talked about this earlier, and so I want to share with you two different tools that I highly recommend. The first one is Socialbee, and Socialbee is a scheduling tool that I currently use. I absolutely love. It's one of our favorite tools. It integrates with Canva, and it's just really user-friendly, very robust, and very affordable. I am an affiliate with Social Bee, so I do have a special link to share with you guys that will give you 30% off any of the Social Bee plans. So whether you do monthly or annual, you can get a 30% off your plan. So I will put a link in the show notes or in the description below this video. If you just click on that link, it will take you to the page where you can get that special discount. The other tool that I recommend is Promo Republic. And Promo Republic is a tool that I used to use prior to Social Bee. It's fantastic. I still love it. I think it's still a fabulous tool, but it doesn't integrate with Canva. Now, I like Canva because that's what I use to create all the images for the Social Media Content Club. So I think it's a lot easier. But Promo Republic has its own Canva-like tool automatically built in it. So some people really like that fact. They don't have to use Canva and a scheduling tool. They can just do it all in Promo Republic. Promo Republic also has uh, what they call, I think it's called Autopilot, and it's, it's smart AI that basically determines a posting schedule for you. It's really cool. 
Promo Republic is a little bit more expensive because they do have some more robust features, but I have a special link that if you sign up using that link, then uh, Trevor and I will cover 50% of your fees for your first year. So if you head over to that link again, I will put that link also in the show notes or in the description below this video, and you can save 50% off your first year of Promo Republic. So those are the two main scheduling tools that I have used and I absolutely love, I highly recommend, and I have uh, special discounts for you. Okay, well that's the nine myths that I have for you today. Hopefully hearing those kind of eased some of that pressure, the stress off your shoulders. Uh, I would love to hear from you guys. If you did like this episode, please like it, leave me a comment, and give me an honest rating and review on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. I really wanna grow this podcast, reach more business owners around the world, and the only way I can do that is if you leave me reviews, share it with a friend. You know, If you like this episode, send it to a friend. Help me reach more business owners around the world. Okay, guys, well, that's it for today. Hopefully, I will see you in the next episode, and have a great day.